This is a Variety Sports Network production. Now to your host. Hello, and welcome to another edition of these. Ooh, almost said it. You did, Cardinals you did. Chronicles. I am your host, Logan Stone, and as always, he's like the sore on your asshole that you can never get rid of, Josh Jacobs. No. Man, swing and a miss. It's Josh Edwards. So uh, Josh Edwards' my name right there under my, my picture. Oops. Man. I never learned to read. Future best man at your wedding, and you can't even get my name right. Wow. It hurts. Listen, me and Trey Turner are on a hiatus right now, so until the Dodger series is over. Very much nope. so. Very, very much so. <sighs> Anyways, so, Josh, how are you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing tonight? We had a long night last night. I hope you had a good day today. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a nap. Uh, as I said yesterday, I love, I love trade season. It's my favorite time of year. Better than Christmas. It is my Christmas, actually. And so I was working on, uh, right when we got done with last night's show, I started working on Cardinals uh, trades that they should do and who they could get rid of. Uh, to make a playoff team, and I'm still working on it. Um, hey, you're blurry. Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, I just want to let you know. I mean, we know I'm the uh, Gosh, good looks operation. Of oh no, Go one's ahead. watching. Wow, it's the first time with the new light, so it, it's a work in progress right now. So. Oh, it's adjusted. No but, biggie. Yeah. Um, right now the Cardinals game is still going on. It is the eighth inning, I believe. Yeah, top of the eighth. eighth. And Hennessy's Cabrera is trying to throw this fucking game away. He's just trying to make it interesting. He likes a little drama. I hate him. He's gonna man, guess what? He's out. I know. Listen, I hate all of them right now. I hate Verhagen. Two minutes and forty five seconds in, and you're already filled with eight. I'm I'm always filled with hate. We're we have a good game where we're shutting out the Dodgers and then we're trying to give it away with the three worst pitchers. I bet you Team Jay McFarland is coming up in the next inning. Oh, I don't think Ollie's gonna do that. Not with what's going on now. It was still six nothing probably. Anyways, um yeah, we have the recap, we have some trade uh scenarios that we'd like to go into. But uh before we do that, Josh, you have something to talk about. This episode of Cardinal Chronicles is presented to everyone by our newest local sponsor, Triple A Streets out of Fenton, Missouri. This is a custom bakery um, by a locally owned and operated individual. She does some amazing work. I'm talking everything from like wedding cakes to anniversary cakes to birthday cakes to cake pops to chocolate covered fruit, um, cupcakes, Rice Krispies, like decorative chocolate-covered Rice Krispies. Basically, anything you want done that's a baked good, she can do it. Um, She even does them in gluten-free, sugar-free, egg-free options for anybody who may have allergies or who's not sure if they're going to be sharing this treat inside their schools with kids who they don't know about the allergies. She also does these really, really good cookies. Um, I'm fortunate enough that she is a friend of mine. I've got to try multiple, multiple of her creations and delicacies, and every time I have them, I always want more. They are delicious. So um, here's the whole deal, guys. 
if you uh, need something for your sweetheart or for your mom or for your dad for an anniversary, for a birthday, a special occasion, a graduation, basically any occasion that you may need a sweet treat for, go to Triple A's Treats Facebook page, message Artie. Um, you mentioned that we sent you guys to her. She's going to give you guys a deal at 10% off your order. And this is off everything that she does. And like I said, you will not be let down for a locally owned and operated establishment. They are fantastic. She is self-taught, self-made, doing this, living the American dream. It's all just so good. My personal favorite is her uh, red velvet cake pops and her red velvet cupcakes. Um, she even made me uh, three different kinds of cheesecake for my birthday. Um, all very, very good. Um, if I had to make a recommendation, I would go with cookies and cream cheesecake. It was fantastic. Uh, my dad's actually tried one of the other ones she gave us. And it was, um, I call it a death by sweets because it had a little bit of everything on it for toppings. I'm talking from chocolate chips to whipped cream to caramel sauce. Uh, it was, and it had some other stuff on it. I don't even know what everything was. I think butterscotch um, little kisses or whatever. It was awesome. It was, it was all really, really good. So this is a personal testimony to how good her treats are. So go to Triple A's Treats Facebook page, message her, tell her that Josh and Logan from the Variety Sports Network, Cardinal Chronicles, 7th Inning Stretch, sent you in to her to try out some of her delicacies. Um, in the future, we're going to have some displays up of all the different work she does. And when I say custom work, I mean, she has done everything from St. Louis Blues cakes to St. Louis Cardinals cakes. She's done racing cakes. Um, I mean, <laughs> she even did an Oakland Raiders hat for somebody once, and it looked really, really cool. She's got some really classical artwork. Uh, she did a three-tier cake for an, oh, there was an Alice in Wonderland theme. It came out super awesome. So, I mean, she's got a beer cake that she does, and she does, like, cake chicken wings on the side. So it's great for, like, a man's party or something. She's done a lot of really, really cool work. It's all hand done. She does it all herself. She's taught herself from it. Everything looks gourmet. I've told her she needs to get on one of these baking shows on, on the TV and go make her money. Um, you will not be let down. Again, that's Triple A's Treats. Go visit her Facebook page. She'll take your order. You mentioned that we sent you in. She'll get you 10% off your order. Um, again, Triple A's Treats Facebook page. This whole episode is presented by Triple A's Treats. It looks tasty. I like I liked the pot one that she did. It was very nice. Um, yeah, that was a right definitely now. a custom piece that she did. Um, yeah, she's done some other ones that are, let's just put it this way. They are very, very custom for basically any situation you could think of. Um, and they're delicious. So yeah, yeah. check her out. If you live up okay. here, man, I'll tell you, you get some stuff, but you can't ship it to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there soon. I'm sure. Um, anyways, so moving on. Cardinals are trying to get out, uh, are trying to give this game away two on one out in the top of the eighth. But anyways, we'll keep an eye on that game. While we do that, we are going to cover the last week as we always do. Um, I think the, uh, okay. So the first game that we cover is the final game, I believe of the brave series Cardinals won three, two, um, let's see who who started that game. Libertor went four innings, 
allowed three hits, four strikeouts, uh, three walks, the, no earned runs. So that's good. Uh, even though we only went four innings. Um, yeah, they wanted an extra innings. Thank God I was not wanting to, to get swept, but, uh, yeah, we lost the series, but it was it was good. It was good for the Cardinals to win that series. So, what else was good about that series was Albert came out and said and, and made a statement after that series that he found something he was doing wrong to fix and and to get the bat on track. So, even though we lost the series, something good came out of it because Albert's been hitting extremely well since the Atlanta series. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's finding it. That's good. Um, Junior Fernandez is replacing Hennessy's Cabrera right now. I believe that the plate bases are loaded um, with Mookie Betts on the plate. So cool, great, wonderful, fan, freaking tastic. Um, yeah, that series that was salvaging the series to say the least. Um, next game we started the series against the. Uh, Phillies, I'm not even going to go into it. Um, Wainwright only allowed two home runs, was it? Uh Uh-oh. You're ahead of me, so remember, I'm still in commercial. Oh, no, I'm not even – no, I wasn't on there. I I thought my thing froze on me. Anyways, um, I stopped watching the game. Anyways, I'm not even going to go into the the first game. Wheeler shut out shut out the Cardinals. Wainwright did well, but he gave up two runs. So he threw okay. Uh, so one of his pitches, dude jacked one of his curveballs. It wasn't even a bad pitch. Boom, jacked curveball out of the park, and then he had one bad cutter. He left over the middle of the plate. The boom again, torched, and got a second home yeah. run. Other than that, Wainwright threw a gorgeous game. No offense again. I'm not going to go off on this tangent like I did last week. But no offense back there to help out your best pitcher right now. Um, Wayno did great. He did his job. That, that was a that was yeah. a lack of offense that night. Yeah, and Zach Wheeler is just dominant right now. So Dude, he's just, it, it's not really – I don't even fault the offense on that one really. Um. Then the next game, they got shut out again, one nothing. Not even going to talk about that one, really. Lack of offense. Atlas uh, only gave up one in the sixth, I believe it was. And so there was that. I think mm-hmm. Kyle Gibson came back after that. And, no, Michaelis didn't give it up. It was Gallegos. Oh, yeah, it was Gallegos. That's right. Um, and then the Cardinals came back on Sunday, 1-4-3 trying to give that one up. Uh, Albert got a home run on that one. Good job, 384. Oh. Cardinals came from behind on that one, too, because they were down 3-1. Yeah. And then Monday, they – oh, yeah, this was Michaelis' game. He uh, won 6-1. Nola got shoved around, and that's cool because he's been really dominant for the Phillies. However, even though we split the series with the 
Phillies. Um, they still take the uh, they still own the tiebreaker on the Cardinals. So hopefully we don't end up tied with the Phillies um, at the end of this year because there is no game one sixty three. Um, then we started a series against the Dodgers. We ended up winning, although we did try to give that one away. We were up five nothing. Albert got a home run. Six eighty. It was on that. Yeah, six eighty five. And yeah, they uh, tried to give that one away. They were up five nothing. Then it became five four. Then it became six five. Then it became seven six. So. Um, Oviedo got his second career win. Mookie Betts, 6'3". It's all right. 6'3 is nothing. It's all right. It was two outs. Junior Fernandez, it's nothing. Um, he was he anyways, was hot, and all of a sudden he's gone a little cold. That's how it goes. Anyways, uh, and then this game right now is going on still. Cardinals, as of right now, on the top of the eighth, winning 6'3". It is a save situation now, so Ryan Helsley is not going to get a day off because the bullpen sucks. I'm getting Dude, tired the of the song and yesterday. dance. What are you going to do? Shoot. I'm getting sick and tired of this shit every day. All right, now I'm it's just... a 6-5 game. This is familiar. Trey Turner, I love you, but right now I need you to just die. Just Go away. <sighs> Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. Up, in, up, up on the plate and in the middle of the zone. Pull it down the third baseline. Oh, God. But we don't – we didn't – but we were good because we had Verhagen and Whit, uh, Nick Whitgren and uh, Junior Fernandez and all these other guys in the offseason. They were going to be – Awesome, because they're ground ball pitchers, and we don't need strikeout pitchers. We need ground ball pitchers. Shut the well, fuck up. When they're they hitting hard, they're actually inducing ground pocket. balls. When Go they're ahead. inducing ground balls, it works. When they're when they're letting them jack them out the park and and, and hit line drives through the infield, it doesn't really work that well. Yes, it would be nice any, to have a strikeout pitcher. Any Cardinal fan who still has the insistence that you don't need a great pitcher because you have the best defense, needs to go and lock themselves in a house, like, with no, no like, reach to the outside world. Honestly, your stupidity is that. not good for the – your stupidity is just done. I'm done with you. Not you. Not you. Obviously not you, Josh. Never you. Of course <sighs> Whatever. No, we definitely um, we definitely need a strikeout pitcher, which we're going to talk about that tonight. Yeah. I, I don't know why Hicks hasn't been used yet, personally. Because he uh, started yesterday. Or he yeah, was the opener yesterday. He only threw two innings. Still. I, he couldn't do worse than wanna, what we've seen already. <laughs> listen, don't 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 say that about Hicks. He's he's able to top you. Um Anyways, uh, before we get into the trade scenarios, um, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, first, Stephen Matz is coming back this week. I believe Friday is his game. No, not Friday. Sunday. 
Sunday, I think. Um, double checking it just to make sure. Because he made a start yesterday. Right okay. Because he made his rehab start yesterday. Had seven strikeouts, two walks, no runs allowed, I believe. Um, so that's good. That's going to be – that'll be a determinant factor on where we are as a club by the trade deadline. I still think we need to get someone now and not wait till the all-star break. But um, Even if we get them now. We might see him Sunday. We could pick a trade tonight. Huh? I said if we trade for somebody now, we might see them by Sunday. Yeah. Maybe Saturday. Oh, Jesus. your text message scared the shit out of me. I thought you said, hey, I got to go. I was like, uh. But anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Steven Matz, hopefully he comes back. And is as advertised. Um, Cardinals activated Corey Dickerson, optioned uh, Connor Capel to AAA. Ever since Dickerson came back, we were kind of like, oh, good. Here comes the shit calls. And then he's actually been doing really good. Uh, I don't I don't have the stats in front of me, but he's been he's got a couple of home runs and he's been hitting the ball. So um, these last two games he's had a home AAA run, two doubles, good. and a single. Yeah. I think is what it is. Um, here's that. Matt Carpenter is doing well for the Yankees, and people are pissy about it. They're wanting to blame Jeff Albert. That's stupid. That that I will say this until I'm blue in the face. Matt Carpenter's problem was he just needed to change scenery, and it was all mental. I fully believe that. Um, okay, here's, here's one that, uh, so yesterday, was it yesterday? No, it was Monday. Uh, John, Joe, was it John Morosi? Mm-hmm. John Morosi. Yeah. Uh, tweeted out that's, and he said, the St. Louis Cardinals have checked in with the Nats among other teams in their search for offense ahead of the trade deadline, trade, de- trade deadline. Um, I wonder, I don't know really, now obviously one source who's not really uh, credible went out and said that they were um, looking for, they were talking to the Nationals about Juan Soto, and I don't believe that's been corroborated or uh, corroborated, yeah. Corroborated. Yeah, it's hard to say say today. Um, so I I don't know who they're looking at. It may be Nelson Cruz. Um, I don't see why they would need Nelson. Why they would want Nelson Cruz ne- necessarily? Um, no one else on that roster stands out to me. Um, aside from Juan Soto, so I understand why people were making the leap, but. Um, this is my thing about it, and this is kind of a going to step into the uh, Cardinals or our next segment. But if the Cardinals get Juan Soto right now, um, 
that will kill any other trade that we have. Any trade that we need to get right now, I believe. Um, I would love to want, have Juan Soto. If we get Juan Soto, I mean, that might be the biggest big three I've ever in any MLB team. I mean, like I'm thinking even Lou Gehrig and uh, – or not even Lou – not Lou Gehrig, Albert Pujols, Scott Rowland, and Jim Edmonds right now. This is – that would be a big – that would help the team, obviously. But I think right now the Cardinals' needs is they need bullpen help. They need starting pitching help. I would if they got Juan Soto tomorrow. Obviously, I'd be jumping up in the air. I'd be running around the entire. I would be running down the highway naked. But um, while you're ordering one of those Cardinal jerseys. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd order like five of them. That's why you'd be naked. Yeah. Be like, I'm not wearing any clothes until I get Juan Soto's jersey. Um, but I, I think right now is not the time to get him. I think he's going to be available in the offseason, and that's when the Cardinals could really get him. But right now, I think they have other needs that come before Juan Soto. If they're able to get Juan Soto and some of the other guys, that's awesome. That would be the that would, I think, shut down any of the we hate. John Mosaic, uh things and John Mosaic like his use. Uh, yeah, but we'll get into this in a little bit. Um, Cardinals have uh, have an MLB leading seven prospects in Baseball America's uh, top 100 list. Jordan Walker is number eight. I saw in another place that he was number seven. So I don't know if this so is a typo. I think MLB has him at seven. So. Huh? I saw him at what seven. I was just confirming that. Yeah. Oh, okay. At seven. Uh, <laughs> Libertor is. Yeah. Uh, Libertor at thirty-six. Mason Wynn at sixty-seven. Alec Burleson seventy-five. Uh, Gordon Grasepo seventy-six. Yvonne Herrera number ninety, and Tink Hentz ninety-five. Um. Notable person off that is uh, I can't even think of his name. Marci- Marcius, who's that guy? Hold on, I I gotta look at his name to say it because <clears throat> I'm just uh, not that good at pronouncing some of these guys' names because I haven't heard I haven't heard them pronounced. Yeah, so I don't know the best way to say the name. Encouraged, but uh, anyways, uh, that's really good that the Cardinals have seven people in the in the top 100 that's good trade prospects that's good uh future prospects that's good everything that's uh very helpful and it just shows that goes to show how good the uh handling of the prospects has been in the last couple of years um and i think it also should go uh goes to show how good um jeff albert has been um for the minor leagues we can discuss you know his major league stuff but good job uh do you have anything to say about that also i did i totally skipped over you went the whole juan soto thing i'm sorry i got so excited you were just kind of going so i was like yeah let him let him go i'm just dump second fiddle over here 
So, so catch up over here. <laughs> um, I, I completely agree with you with uh, the Juan Soto thing. Um, he does not make the Cardinals a World Series contender this year. Uh, pitching is much more important right now, especially with Flaherty. Probably not even coming back this year. If he comes back, we have no idea what he's going to be worth or how long he'll be able to go. So yeah. I completely agree with you when it comes to Soto. He needs to be somebody who, if the Cardinals are going to go spend $300 million, $350 million, you go do it in the offseason. Um, I don't I don't foresee the Cardinals doing that, but who knows? Crazier things have happened. So I think we definitely need to focus on getting a starting pitcher, maybe two, and definitely a strikeout bullpen arm. Um, at this point, we can run with the big dogs, but we cannot beat the big dogs. And um, I'm tired of being on the outside looking in or, you know, just making it there. I want to see another run, you know, like we saw back in 11 or in yeah. 06. You know, I want a World Series. Yeah. I haven't seen a World Series in a minute. I'm ready for another one. So I, I think you're dead say, on there. Yeah, I will say that, you know, I think – I do think Juan Soto does help you contend with, you know, a Mets team or even the Dodgers which right now it's looking like we can handle the Dodgers. If we had pitching in the bullpen. If we had pitching, yeah. If we had pitching, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if we could get, like, if the price was right right now, we could get um, – I would be okay with getting Juan Soto. I'm not even worried about contract extension right now. I I would wait until next year. Um, anyways, um Today is Yadier Molina's birthday. Happy birthday, Yadi. He is Happy 40 birthday. years old. Happy birthday to you. Not 40 Happy years young. Happy birthday to you. Get your butt back to St. Louis because we really need you. Do you say he's coming back in a month or so? So um, he is going for rehab starts for the end of July, and the goal right now is for him to be back with the club the start of August. So – um, I just wanted to get his butt back in the States and uh, be healthy and, you know, striking fear into the base runners' hearts again. Yeah. Um, also, Bader is coming back in a couple weeks too. O'Neal is coming back this week. I can't remember if I said anything. So this is good. Um, well, we're hoping O'Neal comes back. Uh, he, uh, he got hit in the hand or something, and they are giving him extra time off. They said this in the broadcast earlier. I think they said it was a little, okay after few that. extra days. Yeah, but they're giving oh, him a few they? extra days just to deal with the pain management. Okay. Um, the hope was he was yeah. going to be back. Makes I sense. think at the beginning of the Cincinnati series might not be till after the All Star break now. Yeah, which is fine. I, I we're not really hurting. Well, I mean, Donovan needs a break. Yepes probably needs a break. But anyways. Um, yeah, so that's the news on the Cardinals right now. Uh, before we get into our big segment, we have an ad read. We do have an ad read. It's for the Row One brand, your vintage sports art company. They are fantastic. They are fantastic. They got a lot of old school cool stuff. That's why they call it vintage. Um, Row One brand has some of the best artwork I've seen out there. They release stuff every day. They're so active on Twitter. If you don't follow them on Twitter, you're missing out um, because they display everyday stuff they're, put, they're putting out on their website to buy. It's just some really, really cool artwork and graphic work. Um, the best thing I can say about uh, Row One Brand is that uh, if you use 
our code VSP15 at checkout. Anything you pick out of their art gallery, you get 15% off. It lets them know that we sent you there, that you're following us. We're sending you their way. Um, so make sure you head over to Row One Brand. Check out all their vintage artwork. Uh, they got T-shirts and coffee mugs and other things too. But when you go to their art gallery and you pick something out, put in code VSP15. They'll kick you back 15% off your order. They let you guys that lets them know that you guys are checking us out and we're sending you over, and uh, helps us, you know, with our partnership and keep bringing you guys great podcasts and streams and uh, watch-alongs like we're going to be doing here in the future. So check out Row One Brand. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook. And go check out their website and look at all their cool products. Yeah. I totally forgot the trade I was uh, going to propose today, my big one. Um, you but like I the said, the big one that you're supposed to convince me of that by the end of the show, I'm going to go, you're right, man. You're right. I'm going to be drooling I, over it. You should be drooling over it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, um, I have a couple of trade proposals. You, um, Hopefully you have a couple of trade proposals. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off small. Small. And then might work my way up to the big kahuna. Give it to the people. Floor is yours. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, snap. Yeah. Man, I wasn't prepared that. for that. Thanks, man. You I know. Let me go first. I like that. I always um, let you go first. What is this? Stop. <laughs> Man, I just like throwing you under the bus like a joke every once in a while. So um, right now, I'm not going to go with the um, the one that everybody's talking about, Frankie Montas. Um, as much as we need a starting pitcher, Frankie Montas has a shoulder issue right now. I don't think until they get clearance from a physical to say, hey, he's going to be okay. He just needs some rest. That's some, not somebody I would go and invest money in. So that's my personal opinion. If they go get him, I'm not going to complain. I just don't want to give up much for him with with being in the injury now and try to give up a prospect or something. Uh, but a pitcher I would want to get, I'm going to give you three pitchers I want to get, and all three of them are probably going to be a no. But um, Luis Castillo, Tyler Malley, or Jose Quintana, and they're probably all three no's because they're in division, they're division rivals. So I don't think they're going to hand over pitchers to us. Yeah. Um, and if they, they were going to hand a pitcher over to us, they'd want a whole lot from us. And I'm assuming it's going to be prospects. They're not going to be want ready now today players um, because they're not competing for a World Series this year. They're not even competing to get in the playoffs. So um, I would love to get one of those three guys. Um, I'm hearing a lot of rumors about Corey Kluber. Um, I don't want Corey Kluber to come on board. I don't want to give anything up for Corey Kluber. I don't think he's going to be like uh, – like a John Lester or Jay Happ ordeal like for last year. I don't think it's a, a retread is what we need to do. If we're going to trade for a starting pitcher, I don't want a lease. Um, if we're going to take a lease, we need to go get somebody who is a definite strike thrower who can go six-plus innings and, and make things happen. And I'll be honest with you, even through my research and trying to be logical about who I think we could get within reason, I can't really find anybody who matches that detail who's not going to cost – 20 million a year who's got doesn't have a year, a year left on their contract. So yeah. I'm really interested to hear who you say we should go get on that flex. But I just on I your on your three players like outside of those three guys um I don't know who we can go get that's not going to that be a rental. Oh. Um like I mean Noah Sundergaard's out there 
in talks, but he's going to be 20 million. Mad Bum's 25. And he's got two more years left for another, I think, 30 million, 40 million dollars. The Cardinals aren't going to go spend that money for the guy that old who's not throwing 95, 96, 97, even though he still has, he's still pitching well. Um, he is pitching in Arizona, so that doesn't help his numbers right now. If we could get Arizona to eat some of the money and maybe a mid level prospect and, I don't know, Yepes, somebody like that, if we could give that up and get Mad Bum and they eat some of the, the money, okay, I'm fine with getting Mad Bum. Uh, I, I still think he's a valuable pitcher. I don't think he's washed up. I, I love his attitude. I love his aggressiveness. Um, he's a funny guy, in my opinion, if, if you watch him outside of being on the field on the mound. Syndergaard, I can see Syndergaard going somewhere just because it looks like the Angels are out of it. So, see, the thing is, is I think they're going to try to keep him for another year just to see if they can build up around Syndergaard. But, uh, I don't think building around Syndergaard is something they want to do. He's too old. Who else can they that's get? That's my though? personal opinion. I, th- I think you're, well, yeah. you're right. But I mean, my personally, I'm just like, I don't I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I I think, honestly, Mally is not out of the realm of possibility. Um, Luis Castillo, I think, is way out. Um, yeah, so do I. I think the Mets are going to Yeah, The Reds are going to want to haul for him. Yeah, also, yeah, the Dodgers are going to want to give up more than – the uh, Cardinals will. Um, Quintana, I, I Quintana scares me though. He's having a good season, season, yeah, but that that's been on the head heels of some bad seasons, and so that's just that's just what worries me is he's doing well with the Pirates, and then whenever he comes over to the Cardinals, he's just going to do mediocre. Oh, um, so. Uh, so yeah, there's, that's my thing. Um, now my trades are kind of hinge, uh, relying on like kind of work together, working, uh, working congruence, I should say with each other. Um, so if one doesn't work, it's not really going to make sense. Um, so I like to use trade simulator, baseball trade values. Um, they say it's not a complete, uh, or it's not a perfect science, and it's not. Like no one is able to see what uh, the Athletics or the Rockies or the Reds or the Cardinals are truly wanting for a certain person. But it, it what it does is it takes um, – past trades and it kind of makes it into somewhat of a science to see what what a person's value really is and uh how much anyway so like uh it says you know juan soto's uh 197 he's worth 197 uh points whereas arenado is worth 82 points so if you try to do that in this trade simulator, it doesn't work. Um, They say the trade won't work and uh, the Nationals would never accept this trade. So that being said, um, I think the first trade that the Cardinals are going to do 
is they're going to go to the Rockies and they're going to say, hey, we want Alex Colomay and Daniel Bard. Okay. Okay. Uh, Daniel Bard is having a uh, pretty good season. He's got a 214 ERA, 353 FIP, 221 ERA plus, and a 104 whip. Um, he's played in 33 games and 33 innings pitched. Good job. And then Alex Colomay, uh, let me pull him up real quick. Alex Colomay has also done really well. He's got a 294 ERA. Uh, three innings pitched. 140 uh, or 160 ERA plus 266 FIP and a 145 whip. And I, this is where the cores effect kind of does come into effect. I think the whip kind of uh, <clears throat> is affecting uh, is affected by his uh, the altitude of where he's at. Uh, Alex Colomay is a free agent after this year. Daniel Bard, I believe, is a free agent also after this year. Um, who would the uh, Cardinals give up? I think it's easy. I think it's um, I think they give up Andrew Kisner. Now I have a trade in. Well, either they uh, the Cardinals go out and trade for a catcher, or um, which I do have a tr- catcher trade that I have in mind. Or they uh, bring up, or they bring up Yvonne Herrera uh, as the backup slash splitting time with Yachty, saying, "Hey, you're going to split time with Yachty, and you're going to just absorb as much information from Yachty as you can, because next year you are the starting catcher for the Cardinals." Um, Alex, call. Uh, Yeah, I don't think they're going to have high price tags. Uh, and I think, and I think Kisner, it, they have a terrible uh, catcher in Elias, and I think Gomber being their ace practically right now is going to be like, hey, bring in Kisner. I work well with him. Um, so, what do you think? Daniel Bard has a one-year, four million dollar contract. I don't think it's a bad deal if we can scoop it. You think it's too um, big? I don't mind giving up. No, scoop it. Like, take him, get him, scoop him up. Oh. Um, I don't think giving Kisner away is a bad idea. And when Yachty comes back, I think having Herrera in the lineups or on the bench is what you need to do. Yeah. Um, that's the whole reason. The whole reason that Herrera is going to take off and grow is being around Yachty. We yeah. all know that. Um, and, yeah, Herrera called up when Yachty was out for an extended period of time. They saw what he had. He wasn't quite hacking it. They said, hey, you need to go down there, work on your hitting, because at the plate you're just not doing it. Uh, and he doesn't seem to know how to call a game quite well enough yet, in my opinion. Not in the majors, also, for sure. No, yeah, not in the majors. I mean, he's, he's, he's a very good catcher. He's going to be very, very good down the road. It's just he needs more development. And, and, and you know, 60 games with Yachty. That's a lot of development. Um, yeah. Being on the road with him, possibly rooming together, you know, working things out, going over game plans, teaching him how to watch film, teaching him how to call a game, teaching him how to approach different situations when 
spinner on first or third or man on first, man on second, whatever it may be. Um, he needs that coaching and that mentorship. And I think Yachty's the only one who can give it to him because Kisner just hasn't, hasn't had enough time to play the game yet at the major league level. Um, Kisner, in my opinion, will never be more than a, a backup, a serviceable backup. I'm not trying to discredit him. But, I mean, he was drafted as, what, a third baseman, and they converted him into a I catcher. Think, so. Oh, I was going to say, I think Kisner could do well. I think he just needs to get out from behind Yachty's shadow, honestly. Yeah, but any catcher uh, who comes up and plays for the Cardinals is going to be in the yeah. Yachty's shadow until they prove themselves. Yeah, and so that's a that's a mental aspect of the game. And I don't, I don't, I honestly, I really hope that Kisner comes up and just starts breaking for whoever team he plays because I don't believe he's going to be a Cardinal after the deadline. Even if if, if he yeah. is after the deadline, not by next year. Yeah, no, yeah. So I, um, I really hope that he does well. I like Kisner, but um, yeah, I just I'm worried about that. Um. So do you have anyone else at the moment? So somebody who I, I knew I saw the name and I couldn't remember who it was, so I started scrolling through my notes. When I was talking about a rental, Mike Clevenger from the Padres. He worries me too. When he's, when he's, yeah. I, he, I understand. He came off Tommy John surgery. He had a, he didn't play in 2021, but when he's healthy, he's good. Yeah, He's very good. Um, when he's healthy, he's got a 295 ERA. Um, and this is since the start of 2017. So think about that amount of time. 295 ERA, 518 and a third innings pitched. I mean, he is when he is healthy, he is a good pitcher, and he can eat up innings. Um, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to be a yeah. world changer for us. Yeah, he's another right-hander, but he can eat up some innings, give the bullpen some rest. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be consistent enough that with our offense, the way our offense is built, he should be serviceable and help fill the hole that's needed, or at least bridge the gap till the end of the year. Um, my concern would be who the Padres would want to return. I think giving up uh, – I don't want to give up Libertor yet, or at least not for him uh, because he's a rental. If I'm giving up Libertor, I want to go somebody who's got another year or two on a contract, somebody who we're going to get some service out of. I really, with the way Zach Thompson performed this year, uh, while he's been up with the big leagues and what he's done in the minors, don't really want to give him up either. So I don't know exactly who we could give up. Maybe an outfielder, because um, I don't know who all their outfield is, since we have a plethora of players who play outfield. If we get them to take the they, young, they that's need not an outfield. Happen. So I mean, if we could give up, <sighs> not a Bader or O'Neill or Carlson, but one of our other guys that's young and upcoming, I'd be okay with giving that up and maybe. Uh, Maybe a prospect to be named later. Not a Burleson. Maybe even Burleson. I might give a Burleson. Can we uh you mentioned Bader and I wanna I wanna I forgot I, I wanted to talk about this real quick. So uh did we win? Um I thought we just got him out of third, but no. Top of the ninth, Dodgers have men on second and third, no outs. Gallegos is pitching right now, he's ten pitches into the count. Um do you have anything else to say about that? I think an outfielder is probably Clevenger. what the Padres want. Probably more. Yeah, they would probably give out Clevenger for an outfielder. And I would be okay with that. I mean, I don't want Blake Snell from him. No. Um, and FYI, I want to be completely transparent. I'm, I'm getting 
this is something I read through Redbird Rants. So I want to make sure I'm giving credit to the source that I'm getting some of the information I'm passing on. Because, you yeah. know, they did all the hard work. I'm just reading it and relaying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Bader, he's been injured. Um, we've been worried about the amount of defense we were losing at center field. Carlson has come up and he's made some pretty miraculous plays. Um, is he Harrison Bader level? No, but if Donovan or Yepes are coming up and hitting like they are or had been, I know they're in a little bit of a rut right now, but I think it's just because they've been playing every game uh, or even Capel. Uh, I know the Cardinals are really excited about Capel. Is it Capel? Cable, yeah, Connor Cable. Do you see the do you see uh you see the Cardinals letting listening at least for some Bader trade talks? Because I think the Cardinals would sell him. I think they would sell him, but the price would be have to be right. This is where this is gives us some negotiating power to go get somebody like a Luis Castillo. That that's where you start talking that realm. Of trade yeah. for trade, in my opinion, uh, got to get somebody of that uh, power and that control and that ability, just because of yeah. Bader's track record. Yeah, he's got a little bit of an injury track record, but he's never out for a full season. He's out for a few games. Yeah, he's got this plantar fasciitis right now that the world knows about, but you can get that taken care of in an off season. He goes, yeah. he has a surgery, has a cut, he heals, he's back by spring training. So that's not going to be a long term persistent thing. That's going to derail his career. So if you're going to get rid of Bader, you got to get something in return. And I would do a one-for-one with the Reds on that. Yeah. Um, Or or, or I alluded to this last night, not to interrupt you, but since you brought up Bader, since you brought up Bader, this was kind of one of my pieces to go and get Musgrove. Um, I would go to get Joe Musgrove from the Padres. I would give up Bader. Sorry. Don't tell me it just happened. I, I thought it did. But he fouled so it off. I'm looking at the Cardinals Dodgers. Oh, he fouled it off deep. Okay. Oh. We're have to work on this for the uh, home run derby in the yeah. All-Star game. <laughs> but um, I would give up Bader. Um, it would be good up- for the uh, home run derby since maybe give up who? I'd give up Bader can you hear or me? Musgrove. Oh. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Technical yeah. difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I would do – I would give up Bader. I would give up – I would probably give up Burleson and Bader. And maybe Michael McGreevy to get Joe Musgrove. If I want to make a splash, that's the direction I would go. I would give up a gold glover and two promising prospects to get Musgrove as long as we were going to get some long-term control out of him and he wanted to sign a deal. Yeah, I, I – Especially long-term, three, four years. How long does Musgrove have? He's a free agent after this year, right? 
I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah, which means I would want I would yeah. want some him to be traded over and commit to signing a deal. If I'm gonna give yeah. him that kind of loot to get him. Yeah. But I would definitely be on board there. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean I don't I wouldn't mind getting gut musgrove, so that's that's one thought. Um but yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, I think the better Carlson plays at center field, the the more uh, the more enticing it is to trade Bader. And I heard Hudson's on the Dakota Hudson's on the uh, trade block. I'd trade him. God damn it! Tie game. Now you make me pause. You gotta be shitting me. Oh, this is what happens when when you want to do a bullpen game to open up a series. Jeez, oh, you gotta be kidding me! Six runs. Mosaic, you better be on the fucking phone right now. I swear. Oh, gosh. This is bullshit. If the Cardinals lose this game, it's on Mosaic right now. Because they and it's on Ollie. Because he, we all knew whenever whenever he put Verhagen and Henesis Cabrera and Junior Fernandez in the fucking game. I don't I don't understand. It's the definition of insanity. You play this. You do the same thing over and 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 over again, and expect a different result. They spent too much money on Burhagen not to let him hang himself. It's old Maddox is out there with the double claw on on Gallegos. And I don't. Yeah, it's just bullshit. It's stupid. You know, you're trying to win every series you can. The Milwaukee Brewers just lost the game today to the Twins. And you're you're clawing for a playoff position that you're not even in yet. It's not even set. Back yeah. to the reason why we need more pitching. We need starting pitching and we need bullpen work. And I'm the idiot who believes in the Cardinals in 2022 – and I believed them in, in them in twenty. Well, I didn't really believe in them in twenty twenty one. But yeah, you didn't pick the them to go to the World Series. <sighs> I just it's been. A, I look like the idiot. It's been a problem for three years. It's been a problem for three years. Three years. I don't understand what the brain. <sighs> Anyways, the brain trust. We don't. We don't need to know. Listen, John Mosaic knows all. He got Drew Verhagen, not from a dumpster. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, to a homeless guy. Jackass. <laughs> God. <sighs> God. Anyways, so my, speaking of pitching, my next trade, I'm going to go ahead and do the big one because that's really all I have left. He's going to try to sell me on the big one. All right, here we oh. go. Okay. Now, I think this big one can be as big two big ones. Okay, so 
No, I need you to be on here so I can look at your face while you're. I'm saying this. Fine, I will be up here so I can laugh at you while you're saying this. Okay. Frankie Montas, Paul Blackburn, and Sean Murphy to the Cardinals. Yeah, there's my catcher. Yeah. Uh, Sean Murphy is a free agent in 2026. This is this is a preface before I get to the big uh, crotch punch right now. <clears throat> 2026, Frankie Montas is a free agent in 2024. And Paul Blackburn is a free agent in 2026. Two starting pitchers for two to three years. One catcher who's a Gold Glove winner. Four. I'm scared now. <laughs> you should be. About Jordan Walker and Yvonne Herrera. Now, before you start Xing and O's, and this is the thing. <laughs> it's just, I think Mo holds. Just keep going. I think I, I need you to not react anymore. <laughs> Sorry. I just threw my – anyways. Um, Mo holds on to these prospects like they're – like the rings of power in Mordor. Now, do I think Jordan Walker is going to be big? Yes. Do I think Jordan Walker is going to be the best player in baseball? No. He has the potential to be the greatest, but I don't think he's going to be, you know, like the end all be all. And the thing with prospects is it's a gamble. You got to gamble with these guys. And I would honestly trade one really good to great player for, you know, six years for three great players right now who could. Give us chances to win a World Series. You got a great solid backup catcher or replacement for Yachty. You got two one and two guys to replace uh, Wainwright and Flaherty even. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I honestly think that's a, a fair trade at the moment. I mean, 2020, you have Sean Murphy in 2026, Blackburn in 2026, and then Montas in 24. You're saying you won't trade uh, Walker for those guys? Walker is supposed to be a generational talent. He's supposed to be. But so was Dylan Carlson. See, I never heard about Dylan Carlson before he showed up. Really? I've been hearing about Jordan Walker since they drafted him. Now, oh, great. I, I lived in Indiana, so okay. I wasn't getting a lot of the Cardinal news. I was going to say, when I, we drafted him, I heard about Jordan Walker when I was in Indiana. Yeah. So that that's to me why I don't want to give up on Jordan Walker yet. I mean, with the way he's I'm not giving up already. On him. Okay, I'm not willing to let that talent go away. I'm not yeah. willing to pull 
as much as you don't like me saying it, in a Rosarena ordeal where I, 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 I think I he's know. going to be better than a Rosarena. That's my problem. Yeah. I mean, so Nolan Arenado is 31. Goldschmidt yeah. is 34. By the yeah. time Walker's supposed to be here, Goldschmidt Gold is going to be walking out. out. Yeah. You can shift. Like you brought this up to me because I was trying to figure it out in my head. Yeah. One of the two things. You either move Walker to first base and you make him your first baseman for the next 10 plus years, or you shift Arenado over and you make Walker your third baseman and Arenado's your first baseman. You got Gorman at second after he's learned to play the position, and Edmund's still young. You have a super solid uh, infield through 2028, 2029, 2030. Yeah, I'd give up Mason Wynn, uh, Ivan. The thing Herrera. is, what if he becomes? Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What if he becomes what? Oh, like let's say that he gets injured in the minor leagues. What if? And next year he's just has a sophomore slump in the minors, and now all his value is out. I mean, this happens. So you're going in... to use my argument against you when it comes to Soto. What about Soto? What's wrong with Soto? Nothing's wrong with Soto. But that's my argument with Soto. Why would you give the guy a 10-year, $350 million deal? He gets hurt one year, and then he's never the same. Well, that's different. He's proven himself in the big leagues. Some people are number one prospects, and then they fizzle out. You know, Bobby sure. Wood Jr. is not doing great right now. Spencer Torkelson is not doing great right now, even though I love Bobby him. Wood Jr. is going to get better, though. I would hope so. I don't but know anything about Torvalds, so I can't talk about it's, it. It's just um, – it's one of those things that you – you know, I hark back to Moneyball, and he goes – and he says um, – All right, Billy Bean. You know, he says, you don't have a crystal ball. You can't tell – you you don't you don't get to say that, you know, I, I know – whenever I see talent, I know how great a talent this person is. And – you can't tell the future of how good a player is going to be or something like that along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. And I don't know. It's just, I don't want to let something like this go to waste just because we are hoarding these prospects. And some of these are not going to pan out the way that we want it to. Um, Right now he is doing really well. He's got a 305 batting average, 394 on base, 482 slugging, and an 875 OPS uh, in double A, which is really nice. He's got a 908 career OPS in the minors. I don't know. I just, I'm worried about him. I have a bad dude has 21 doubles, 32 RBIs. He's walked 37 times. And he's stolen 15 bases. I know. I just I don't know why. I have a bad feeling. I just want to get rid of him right now. I don't. But you. But I mean, like, okay. So here's another thing. This trade could work, but we'd have to not get Sean Murphy. Uh, if we got Sean Murphy, we could do what Yvonne about- Herrera and Mason Wynn and Win instead of Jordan Walker. What about Montas and Murphy and get rid of Blackburn or whatever the other guy's name is? 
uh, Blackburn is uh, doesn't have much of a value, I don't think, okay. as much of a value. I think Murphy is the big one because he's such a great catcher, and he's locked down for four years now. So here would be my other argument. Okay, I'd rather give up Joshua Baez than Jordan Walker. Here's why. But Jordan, Joshua Baez probably doesn't have as much value as Jordan Walker does. But Joshua Baez is predicted to be one of the better players when time comes to. Um, the other reason why is he's 19 years old. He's an outfielder. We have plenty of outfield depth. I would rather get rid of him if we're going to give up a guy who's going to be a potential star than give up Walker, who's an infielder, who we're going to need sooner than we're going to need the outfielder. Yeah. And Baez is high on the list. At 19 years old, he's our fifth rated, our fifth highest prospect on this list. Um, yeah, because on this list I'm looking at, which is MLB.com, it's Jordan Walker, Matthew Libertor, Ivan Herrera, Mason Wynn, and Joshua Baez. And Baez is supposed to hit the majors in 2025. And he's an outfielder. That's the only reason where I would say, you know what, I'll give up Pereira and Baez. And I'll even throw in Malcolm Nunez, another third base prospect we got instead of Walker, to get uh, Montez and Murphy. Yeah. I want Murphy because that was my catcher. That was the because you mentioned it uh, yesterday or a couple days ago, and I started looking that one up. And I decided that's the catcher I want to go get. Uh, and then that gives Herrera even more time to develop. He doesn't, we don't have to push him. Let me – why did they sign – Cut out. Arenado's contracts. Say that all one more time. Why did they sign Paul Goldschmidt and – why did they sign Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt to those contracts? Because they want to win right now, right? They want to win right now. They are devote well. As of tonight, they're not really devoted to winning, but they want to win, and I think they're. And I think if they do not win a championship with Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado and the money that they have spent on these players, and you said it yourself last week, if Nolan Arenado does not have the feeling that the Cardinals are actively trying to win. They will, say, say he will leave. Yeah, he's going to say, hey, fuck you guys. You guys told me you were going to w- try to win, and I'm leaving. I'm going to the Dodgers. I'm going to the Yankees. I'm going to the Mets. He would rake in New York with that small field. He did 50 yeah. home runs. Yeah. He, yeah, he would do well. Um, Cardinals are strike away, by the way. I don't care. Carlson's at the plate. Don't care. He's over four. They're done for. He's due for a home run. See, I, I am the, uh, the. They were going to give Tony Gonsolin his first loss of the season. Oh, Up and that's six, it. Six nothing. Six nothing. Holly Marmol's going to. Ooh, man. You know what? Ooh, this is going to be nasty. Ooh, Ollie Marball's going to get burned up tonight. <clears throat> I'm going to take a baseball bat to Ollie's knees. And I Mosella's expect Bragan to be uh, DFA tomorrow morning. He better be. I'm I'm done with every one of them. Every, every one, one of them. them. If, if Burhagen doesn't come in, then we don't lose that game. You know, also, you know, hearkening back to, 
if I was a fucking coach, I you know that scene in Miracle where he makes them go back and forth and do the suicides. Oh, yeah. oh man, I would be doing that. I'd be like, I don't give a shit if you're being paid millions of dollars. You're running this fucking field until you learn how to win a goddamn game or fucking game. I'm sorry. <sighs> Anyways, so much better. Huh? For the children watching. Yeah. Listen, this is why we need to not do live reactions to the games. Oh, you just need to before we do live reactions to the games. I think this is the. I think they're eleven and two now. Whenever they're leading game six uh, by six, that's unexcus. That's just not excusable. This should be thirteen and zero. Mm. <sighs> Anyways, um, pitching, but back to pitching because we need pitching really, really bad yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, that's another waste to start by. That's another waste to start for Wayno. That just drives me insane. Yeah, but anyways, insane. I think the I think Mosellac and Gersh and Dewitt are saying, "Hey, we got a solid team right now, and we need to win a championship. Otherwise, we're screwed." Um, this is where all the contracts are supposed to come together and they need to get some guys. And a couple years ago, they were tied to Bryce Harper and they should have gotten him. They should have gotten some other guys. They should have gotten, uh, who was that one pitcher? Oh, Marcus Stroman. Um, which, you know what, looking on it right now, I'm glad they didn't pick up Stroman. To be completely well, honest. I think honestly that I think that's a little bit of a. I mean, he's playing in Chicago. I'll, I'll defend that because Chicago is a hard city to play. Well, he's in. not pitching well pitch in Chicago. Chicago. That's the problem. That's that's what I'm saying. Is it's it's hard to pitch in Chicago, and well, he I ain't striking people out. Doesn't matter if you strike him out. Have you? He's a strikeout pitcher, isn't he? He's a strikeout pitcher, so. though, isn't he supposed to be? But but I think also it's just I think the wind is different in Chicago, and I think it's. I mean, he's on a terrible team. All right. Not he's, def- he's not a Cubs defender right now. You guys, you guys hate on him. He's being a Cubs defender right now. Don't don't try to make me to be the villain right now. Everybody knows who the real villain is, and it's Ollie Marmol and John Muzalek. That and, was a good save. That was a good save. John Gersh. I don't yeah. know what Gersh really like, does. Yeah, he does jack squat. He sits in the little corner in this little stool. He's like, hey, can we get this guy? <laughs> John like is like, shut up. Mike Gersh, not John Gersh. Um, but yeah, I think a trade like this would really say something to the fans. And getting three guys for long term, and it's not if it was rental, I would understand. I would be like, look, listen, I'm not getting I'm not gonna trade Jordan Walker for um you know some rentals. But these are three guys that we have control for. Three to four years now. I I don't know. I I or three, three to five years. I think if they four. trade Jordan Walker with all the hype that's been around him, yeah. and they don't get somebody who's going to have instant guaranteed, and I mean guaranteed impact. You I mean, don't think Frankie Montas will have guaranteed impact? We don't know if he's even healthy enough to pitch and how long he's going to be out still. Oh, so yes, look, I'm telling you this right now. If you could tell me that he's coming back to start, he's pitched a rehab, two or three rehab games, and he's thrown for 
20 strikeouts and, and hasn't allowed an earned run and hasn't given up any major plays, then you know what? I might be on board. But the dude has shoulder issues. We have enough pitchers with shoulder issues. Frankie Montas will be back right after uh, All-Star break or or maybe even before. Can you see what he's done as rehab starts? Can I, If you can, cool. If you can't, I get it. I mean, we can only find so much information. Uh, Give me a minute. Uh, stall. This something. is where I would go back. This is where I go back, and, and I want I go and just get Sean Murphy from the from the from the A's. I just go get Murphy, and then I really? go over to the Padres. I would See, much pod- rather have. The thing with the Padres is they're going to want MLB ready players, and I don't I, know. If, we I have don't depth. know if I. I don't know if I would want. Yeah, I just don't know. That if gets I would rid of get, Bader. You want Bader, get rid of Bader so bad. I do want. I do want. I'm giving you that ticket. I'm conceding that. And you want to keep going back to a guy who's got shoulder issues. When we need health, healthy pitchers. What's the best kind of player? A player who's available. I don't need another guy who's going to be back on the IL for 15 or 60 days who can't finish the damn season. I need a guy right now who can pitch six to seven innings, start in and start out, and 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 be of some substance. I mean, he's played full seasons. Who? Um, you can't be talking about Jack Flaherty. Oh no, no, I'm I'm talking about <laughs> one season. One season he didn't play a full season. Twenty twenty doesn't count. I know. I'm talking about twenty one. That's the only time he didn't play a full season. He hasn't played a full season this year either, and he only had half a really good season in nineteen. Really good season. He was good. Half of a really, really good season. Yeah, he looked like a freaking Cy Young Award winner for years to come. And guess what? He hasn't looked the same thing. Again, I want why, Clarity to be healthy. Why I do you want insist on having this argument with me? You already know I'm running hot. You're trying to piss me off today, aren't you? You're an asshole. That's what you are. No, I want Clarity to be healthy. But... I'm not willing to risk another guy with shoulder issues. I'm just I'm not willing to do it. I want guys. I mean, he pitched in 32 inning, uh, 32 games last year. I almost said 32 innings. <laughs> Four stars. Five um, stars. Eleven in twenty uh, in twenty, and I believe he was a rookie in these years. So he was like pitching in sixteen games in nineteen, eleven, and. 18 and 15 and or no he was a reliever in 17 so yeah I I mean this is the first time he's ever really gotten injured and I think he's giving it a little extra but I mean he's coming back into the next week it sounds like July 21st know how he's going to look he's gonna look better than some of the other guys yeah better than Flaherty because Flaherty's still in the I.L. You hate me. You hate me. Anyways, this just, is not good in front of you, the children. You have to agree with me, though. We need guys who will be available who are going to be durable. But who's available who's going to be durable? I mean, a bunch of other guys out there. But you, you said this at the beginning of the season. I'm worried about Matt's being on the team. I don't think he's worth the money because he has an injury history. Well, guess what? Flaherty now has an injury history. Montas has we now don't have started to pay an injury Montas history. Yet. I'm not. I'm not. 
I would want to. I would go after Montas in the offseason. I'm not willing to take a risk on him if we're going to try to make a run for the World Series. If you're going to make a big splash, go make a big splash and get somebody who you know is healthy. So you'd rather have Mike Clevenger than Frankie Montas? Because the cost to get Clevenger would be less. Hell, I'll be honest with you. At this point, I'd rather go get Mad Bum. Ah. Only because he's going to be healthy. He's not showing any signs of wear and tear. Yeah, he's a little bit older. He doesn't throw the balls hard, but he still has great location. He's got great tenacity, great heart. Teams rally around him. Give me Syndergaard then. Fine. Syndergaard scares me, though, because he's got injury history, too. He's but, expensive, and he's got injury history. You're right. That was a bad example. My bad. I'll take that. <laughs> Withdraw the Syndergaard comment. But, um, I mean, we I mean, we look at every pitcher, Verlander, He's the most reliable pitcher. He gets injured all the time. Kershaw gets injured all the time. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get Kershaw. Clevenger. Musgrove got injured last year. Who's um, the uh, Who's the guy on Cleveland's team that you like? Shane Bieber. Yes, go get Bieber. See, I don't think they're going to trade Bieber. Not when they're leading. Uh, they're making a postseason push for the right prospects. They will, because even they know if they make the Maybe. postseason, they're not going all the way. They're not winning it. But he's a free agent in twenty four. That's the thing, Fine. and I would rather that. And I would rather have Frankie Montas and Paul Blackburn. That's the thing is, I'm getting. I want Paul Blackburn and Frankie Montas. But you said Blackburn doesn't even have a lot of value. No, but he's still a good pitcher. I mean, uh, he's been good this year. Yeah, but I think last year, uh, whenever I was looking at his. I don't know like, about him to argue against him, to be honest. <laughs> you were the one who introduced me to him, too. I know I did. I um, didn't do a lot of research. So this year he's got a 336 ERA, 109 ERA plus, 365 FIP, 119 WHIP. Um, he had a five uh, – oh, this is why. he. This is his first uh, full uh, season. Like he had uh, started nine games last year, two games to, or one game the year before that. So I think he's worth a shot too. And, yeah, I, I think Montas – and, you know, I just think there's so – like every pitcher has every, – every player has entry history in a way. Um, You know, Luis Castillo, that's another one. He just – I mean, he just came back from a big injury that – left him out, kept him out for two months, was it? So I, I, I think I think you – I understand your worry about it. I don't think Frankie Montas has been consistently injured enough to where I'm like, oh, the value is just not worth it. But I understand you don't want to get rid of Jordan Walker, but would you get rid of Mason Wynn? Sure. Would you? Yeah. Just saying that to make me happy. No, I would get rid of Mitt Win before I would get rid of. No, I'd get rid of Win before I get rid of Walker. Um, okay, so. Oh, sorry. I was just say, Win's got this cool potential where he can pitch and play the field. So he'd be our own little Shohei Otani experiment. They're not going to. But that's probably not going to work out. Otani, Otani is an anomaly. You're, you are exact. Good use of the word. I'm proud of you. 
Texas man. Listen, I I know good words. I know big words. I know. I like to use, use big words. Wrong. I don't use them wrong. I'm just, I'm just cracking. I was trying to think of what I said at the beginning of the year, uh, and now I can't even re. No, anyways, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The thing about Mason Wynn is there's no way they're going to be like, listen, you got to focus all your energy on shortstop or something. I kept waiting for you to tell me you were going to trade Edmund. Huh? I can't uh, wait for you to tell me all night you're a trade admin. Now, I wanted to bring this up real quick before we yeah. wrap it up. So I saw something today, a rumor. The Cardinals may go after. Don't lean back too far in your seat. I don't want you to fall. Story. Why? I don't know if uh, Arnado's been talking to him. That's an interesting because I was talking about you know Xander Bogarts for story. I got a better. When is Edmund idea, a, when is Edmund a free agent? Twenty six. And then I got a better trade agent. aspect for that though. Who? I'd give up Bader, and I would give up Gorman to get Story. Put Story back a short, move Edmund back to second. See, I don't know if I give up on Gorman. See, you know how you said you'd never heard of Carlson or Gorman before? Uh, Gorman I had heard of. Carlson's the one I didn't hear of. He was the, the only one I didn't hear of. He just came out of nowhere. I was like, who the hell is this kid? Uh, when is he a free agent? So he becomes a free agent in 28. But um, the thing about – so. Mozalek had been notorious for saying Carlson and Gorman are not for sale like back in 2019-18 or 18 and 19 they were like he is not for sale um, if anyone tried to get him they would have to pry him out of our my cold dead hands like he's famous for saying that um, I don't know if I I'd give up Edmund, but I, I wouldn't give up Gorman. I'd give up Gorman before Edmund. I don't I see I don't even know how I guess they like left handers in Boston. Yeah, but Edmund's I, a switch hitter. Yeah. Gorman's is left. Yeah. And I, I still don't like Gorman's strikeout rate. There are worse ways to get out. I want to look at his double plays. Okay, before we leave, I want to ask you. What would you give up for Juan Soto? What is like the price range? Two starters and two prospects. One high end prospect, one med level prospect. And that's at most. Walker? Then it would be then it would just be uh one starter, Walker, and then one mid level prospect. Would Walker? I feel like Walker and Baez would be like that'd be good enough. See, I would Ma- do Baez then. I would do like Walker and McGravy or McGarvey or whatever his name is. Like a would a Mason win or a Baez work? Is that too high? 
in my opinion, is just because they're high on bias. Yeah. Um, it. What if it was the off season? And sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, what if it was the off season and they said, if you let us have contract negotiations or tra- contract extension talks with him, would you let us, or we will give you bias and win and a uh, libertor even. Like throwing another top prospect because if you're giving him an extension, and- I'd have to dump a starter at that point though. I'd have to give up one of our guys because then we've got too many outfielders. You're have to talk about um, getting too many. You'd have to be, you'd have a lot of trades going on at that point because then you'd have Soto, Carlson, Bader, O'Neill. Um, plus, you'd have Donovan to rotate in off the bench. I mean, you're talking a whole lot of defense there. I would dump. I'd honestly put Soto at uh, DH. I don't. I would not want him on in the. I don't. I'm not paying a guy thirty million dollars a year to hit a ball. He playing. He playing the field. But he's got terrible defense. I love Soto, but he's got terrible defense. Then I put him in the spot where he's going to get hit to the least. Maybe first base. He's too short. Is he? Eh. I mean, I look okay. I really don't know how tall he is to be honest with you, but he looks short. I want my first baseman. I want him to be at least six three. Now what a big he's guy. Is he really? Yeah. He looks so it's because he's always like bending over and hunched over like some young kid. He looks little on TV. That's all. Um, but I want a guy who's got a huge range, who can lean out like Goldschmidt does and make all the plays. And and if he's got bad defense, I don't want him at first either because he's got to dig him out. With the way Arenado, okay. So I'm going to say this and I'm going to get hate for it. I love Arenado. Let me preface this. I love Nolan Arenado. I want him to retire as a Cardinal. I think he's worth every freaking penny we can pay him. But some of these throws he makes, where I'm talking, he's grounds it, runs outside the third baseline, and whips it across the field. I mean, you got to think. Goldschmidt covers his rear end a few, to, from time to time, digging these out of the dirt, stretching, you know, making the big long reach. I mean, yeah. Arnott, Goldschmidt does pull Arnado's rear end out of the fire from time to time. So I, I need a big athletic first baseman. Um, I would stick Soto back out in right field. Sometimes I you would, sound more Texan than me, and it just weirds me out. Sorry. Apologies. He pulls his rear out of the fire sometimes from time to time. Well, see, here's the difference between you and me. I try to censor myself because we're on the Internet, and I don't know if kids are watching, and I don't want to get hated on because I'm in the Midwest. You I ever seen like a grown man naked? A what? From airplane, he goes. Oh, have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Unfortunately, thank God I haven't had to see your you naked. Oof. It's like it's like watching Gandalf the White, but not because I'm so holy or anything. It's just because I'm so pale. Glow <laughs> in the dark. There's just yeah. one dark spot. Man, you are whiter than me. How are you whiter than me? You live in Texas. I stay inside. You know why? Because it's 130 degrees outside. So go outside for five minutes and get cooked. No. I'm going to die of heat stroke. Just drink some water. It's humid and it's hot. It was like 117 degrees in my car the other day. I was like, <gasps> I'll give you that one because, uh, what was it, last? 
one day last week I was getting, I, I was got out, of, got out of work and I walked to my car and I got my card and said it was 112 and I was like, what is this? Yeah, was, I'm melting. Yeah, I'm was, melting. I was so close to putting, uh, like cracking an egg on my car and seeing if it would cook. Dude, that I know it would. Ruin I know paint. it would. Huh? That ruin your paint. Just take a take a cast iron out there outside and let it sit all day and then just crack the egg in the cast iron. Don't ruin your car. I'd probably do it on the road, actually. You could do it on that'd be, that'd be super easy. Especially if it's asphalt. That'd be super easy. Yeah, that egg be done in three minutes. Anyways. Well, it seems like Juan Soda is no longer out of the what do you think of the percentage now is Juan Soto going to the Cardinals. 25. Really? Maybe, 25. maybe 30. I'm giving it 42% right now. That's an odd number. That's a I, that's a lot of a negotiation, man. That's why I just don't that's why I don't give it a lot of odds. It's a lot of negotiation. If if, the, if, if all they want is prospects, 50%. If the if they card, want one starter, 50%. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I'm just finishing with no, that. No, no, no. I I'm I, I I but I mean, it because he's going to be so expensive. Yeah, I think it would take a lot, and I mean a lot, for the Cardinals to pull the trigger on that trade because they're not going to trade for him and not have him sign an eight to ten year deal. Now, if he'd do like a five year, two hundred million, I would be down for that, short term. Forty million. Yeah, be forty a year. It's not a math pod, okay? I know, but I'm doing big basic numbers so you can follow me. And I'm not that smart. So trust me. If anybody from my high school got on here, they'd be like, I'm surprised you can do that math. <laughs> oh, man, just thinking of him getting a standing ovation in Bush. Cardinals fans, when Nationals are coming to Bush this season, you got to give him, like, every standing ovation. He's 23. He hasn't earned it yet. Do I need to pull up the stats? The future, the future Stan Musial. No, golly, he's not even close. He never will be. He's he pretty comparable. Right now. Let's yeah. see how he is at the end of his career. We Man, will have this discussion a, in 15 years. Oh, my gosh. If he was between Goldschmidt and Arenado, oh, my God, his stats would be amazing. I think we have a better chance of getting a story than we do Soto. I'm, I'm kind of over story. I mean, I'm over him too, but when I saw that rumor today, I was like. I don't believe that. I don't I don't understand that. Unless they just think that they can get Bogarts back. But I don't know. But uh, I mean, apparently negotiations are back open between him and Boston. 243 batting average, 398 on base. Oh, gosh. 473 slugging, 870 OPS, and a 153 OPS plus 73 walks on the year. Yeah. Yeah. Still ain't worth $30 million to hit a ball. Oh, yeah. Can he pitch? Oh, shush. Can he pitch? Let me have this. Let me have this. Let me spread my legs right now. Trey Turner just destroyed my happiness today. I was so happy today when we were getting on. I was like, oh, my gosh, Tony Gonsolin was undefeated. 
He we're destroying the Dodgers right now. We have a chance to beat them in a series. And then the Cardinals decided to throw in Burr Hagen. Right when they threw Burr Hagen in, I knew it was over. It's so. funny because you sent that message. And I was like, there we go. I think I pretty much forbade him, said, oh, God, please, no, 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 please, God, no, please, God. I think that is what no, 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 anyone but no, please, God. So the baseball gods hate me. Um, I'm surprised the Orioles won today on a side note because I talked about how good they were last night. And so I was expecting them to go on like a 15-game losing streak. Uh, They're a game over 500 now, aren't they? Yeah. Ten games in a row. But anyways, we'll talk more about that on Friday. Josh, do you have any parting words of wisdom? Cardinals fans, I implore you to stay patient. (laughs) Write Mazalik, call Mazalik, Grishik, all of the guys in the upper management who have make decisions. Beg them. Plead with them. Offer them your firstborn child to go get us a reliable, durable starting pitcher, a good strikeout bullpen arm. Just one starting pitcher for your firstborn child? I said, I said, and a strikeout bullpen arm. Okay, and. (laughs) And another bat who's reliable. Soto. Because we need it and not one Soto. Because we're going to get him in the offseason. Trey Turner, Juan Soto, guaranteed to be reunited with the Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Um, we'll have a good team for two years, and then we won't have another good team for 30. Um, I I one win. more thing before we get off here. Make sure you join us for our Home Run Derby watch along next Monday. Why are you getting mad at me about this? I'm not. I was letting you know I changed it. Oh, okay. Happy I changed it. I thought you were um, getting mad at me for holding this hidden no, secret, no. this secret from that, you. I don't get that mad at you. You're, it would not be fair for me to get that mad at you. So anyways, <laughs> next Monday, July 18th, make sure you tune in at 645. Logan's going to start our stream off. We're going to be doing a watch along for the Home Run Derby. Um, we're going to be rooting for – this is the Cardinals, so I can say this. We're going to be rooting for Albert Pujols to go yawn all night long. Do I really think it's going to happen? Probably not. But, dude, it would and be freaking seven. sweet if he won the home run derby and coming in as a legend. Um, I'm really curious who they're going to get the pitch to him for that. I wonder if Adam would do it. That, that's kind of what I'm hoping because Adam knows him best. If Adam just lobs him right where he needs him every time and he just jacks him. I mean, he hits 30 of them. I love it. I was thinking, like, is Albert going to – would Albert do well against a right-handed batting practice person? I think for BP, I don't think it's going to matter because he's not going to have to worry about the cut and the movement. Just get it yeah. over the heart of the plate and let him smoke it. Um, so join Maybe us do for the whole Justin Derby McFarland. Or not Justin McFarland. TJ. Uh, TJ. I went to school with a Justin McFarland. That's why. Hey, shout out to Justin McFarland who Logan went to school with. Um, but join us for that watch along. Uh, we're going to have some special guests on. Um, ooh, I need to talk to you about that. And um, then on the next night, join us for our all-star game. Watch along again, 645. Logan's going to open up the stream. Um, I will be on shortly after that as soon as I get home. 
Uh, we're going to have some more guests on for the All-Star Game. We're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about um, – our guests are going to come on and talk about what they have going on. Uh, we're going to talk about our new sponsors. There's going to be a lot going on, so make sure you join us for the watch along. You can message us in. We can talk about the game. We want this to be as interactive as possible. So set your calendar, set a reminder, make sure you're ready to rock and roll, roll with us next Monday and Tuesday night as we go over the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. And don't forget to check out our merch store, bonfire.com slash variety dash sports dash podcast, and pick up some of the merch from you know, Cardinals Chronicles, Seventh Inning Stretch, Sunday Drivers, Between the Uprights, uh, Five Hole. Pick up some of that vintage uh, Variety Sports podcast or pick up some of the new VSN Network uh, merch. Okay. Uh, live long and watch some damn baseball. And here comes the awkward ending. Go, 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 go. I wasn't ready for it.